welcome to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. I'm your host, Annie, Air Force officer turned serial entrepreneur, author, CEO, fitness expert, and personal growth junkie. Honestly, though, guys, I'm just like you. I choose every single day to get uncomfy in pursuit of what others consider unlikely. And that's exactly how I've built a life I am freaking obsessed with. And I want you to know that you're capable of the same. Here in this fam, yes, you're officially a part of the fam. We choose every day to quit our excuses, ditch the negativity, and embrace our best lives. Literally nothing is off the table when it comes to the conversations we're going to have together. We'll chat fitness, mental health, relationships, personal growth, business, and I'm certain we're going to laugh together. But please don't hold it against me if we cry together too. I know you'll leave this episode with the confidence and excitement to grow from your mistakes, pursue your passions, and ultimately own your life. Now let's get on with it. It's time to get uncomfy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Let's Get a Comfy podcast. I'm your girl, Annie, and I am so freaking stoked that you're here today. Actually, I'm really excited about this episode. I think it's going to resonate with you guys in so many different ways. The eight things that I'm going to be talking about today, they're like different topics that I I honestly haven't really covered like a whole bunch of. I kind of a little bit here and there, but I think it's going to be a really good episode that kind of just like gives some perspective on like internal happiness, right? Which is like, we're all after that. Like I've had so many one-on-one conversations with people in the DMs, friends, acquaintances, all the sorts of people that are just like, like, what is life right now? Like, why, like, why am I not happy? Where am I going? What is happening? Right? Like, if you feel that way, you're not alone. I'm on this journey for personal growth and self-love and figuring myself out and finding what happiness really means to me. Annie Graft, nobody else, like nothing else other than internal true happiness. And like, I'm on my journey for that. And I want to just continue bringing you guys along because I know that you're probably on your own journey as well. So before we jump right in, I'm actually going to read a review of the week from GG Rana, Grana, Grana. I don't even know. She says, she or he, I don't know. Amazing podcast, five stars. This podcast is amazing. There are so many different areas in life that Annie covers and she speaks from the heart. She encourages me to pursue my dreams and follow the heart tugs. Thank you so much for an awesome podcast. Keep it up. I know I keep talking about it, but guys, I'm going to be doing review of the week and I'm going to be sending the review of the week a free t-shirt. I'm getting them made right now. So hang with me, but within the next few weeks that should be happening. So please head over and write a review because like I said, like your review could be picked in two weeks and boom, you get a free shirt, right? But if you're not writing a review, there's no chance that you can be picked. So definitely just want to make sure that you guys are in there and spice up the reviews if you want. Like, you know, that's what I'm going to pick is a review that stands out to me, right? You know, tell me exactly how this podcast helped you grow. Tell me how, you know, what specific area of your life this podcast has helped you with. Be raw, be real. You know, I want to hear about it. So anyway, let's jump in. Eight things to do to improve internal happiness. Let's get started. Okay, number one, and this is like key for me. If you listen to anything, listen to this. Actually, number eight is actually really good. Okay, number one, though, stop prioritizing being loved by others over being loved by yourself. Oof, yes. Okay, here's the thing. We, for some reason, so I'm on this journey of like, you guys know I'm very single. You guys know I ended a long-term relationship about eight months back. You guys know that like, you know, I am learning to love myself, okay? Outside of a relationship, okay? Here's the thing that I realized. 
why do we put so much time into finding a person, falling in love with a person, getting to know a person, doing all these things for other people? And we don't even do that with ourselves. We don't take ourselves on dates. We don't spend quality time with ourselves. We don't have deep conversations with our own brain to figure out what we're about, what do we want, where are we going? Like we do all this stuff to find and search and fall in love with somebody else, but we're not even finding ourselves. We're not even searching for ourselves. We're not even falling in love with ourselves. So I honestly believe, and I I feel like I've heard this so much as like people always say, just like, you know, tune inward, like focus inward, focus on you, do your thing. And like the right people are going to fall into place, which is a hundred percent true. But I remember hearing those words and being like, how, like, how the heck do I do that? How do I just focus on me? Because I really, truly was so concerned with what other people thought of me, how other people felt around me, making sure everybody around me was okay and felt comfortable and that I was like showing up in the right ways. And I'm definitely in a season of just like literally doing me, having no shame, no guilt about it, right? And putting that above the way other people feel about me. It can be so draining to prioritize how people think about you. It's so draining because guys, you have no control over it. You don't have control if Becky's going to judge you. You don't have control if John Smith over there is going to like you or text you back or ask you out on another date, right? Or ghost you. You don't have any control over that, right? What you do have control over though is the way you show up and the way you treat yourself and the way you love yourself. And that for me has become a priority and loving myself and loving who I'm showing up as has definitely become something that I'm prioritizing, which has led to like so much more happiness. I feel so much more fulfillment and joy and internal like peace knowing that I'm loving me, I'm loving who I'm becoming and I'm working on it and I'm actively pursuing falling in love with myself, right? I get so much more excitement over that than putting so much energy into other people that I have no control over. I have no say if they're going to like me or hate me. Okay. So that's number one, stop prioritizing being loved by others over being loved by yourself. Okay. Number two, stop taking things so personally. Ooh. Okay. Again, you can't control how somebody else acts, right? I did an episode actually that's called like, let's shake up the perspective or perspective, let's shake it up, something like that. And it's all about giving people the benefit of the doubt, okay? Giving people the benefit to think like, hey, I don't know what's going on in their life right now. And so I don't know why they're acting that way or treating me this way, but I'm not gonna let it affect me. Here's the thing, guys, is when you understand how so many people cope through life by projecting you'll realize that it's not you that's the problem. It's actually them and it's what they're going through. And it's not that they're the problem. It's that they're going through something. They're dealing with it. They're emotional and they're projecting that onto you. I get so many messages from people and especially recently, I've been getting a lot of messages of people being like, oh my God, I am so sorry that I made that comment. I'm so sorry that I responded to your story and said this. I'm so sorry I was sassy. I'm so sorry. I, You know, people coming back days or months or even years later with people being like, I'm so sorry I treated you that way. So if you continue to hold yourself to a high standard of treating people well and leading a positive and loving life, people are going to see that. And who knows whether people come around and apologize for the way they treated you in the past or not, it's really irrelevant. 
the thing is, is like what I realized in those apologies is those moments where people lash out at me or send me a rude DM or comment something very negative or, you know, nitpick my outfit or whatever it is. Or, you know, I had somebody the other day literally comment on my picture and say something about my face. And I got, I honestly got super self-conscious for a moment. And then I was like, hold up. This has nothing to do with me. This person is projecting their insecurities on my picture. They're commenting on this because I'm an easy target. They think that I get so many comments or likes or, you know, views that I'm not even going to notice that they said anything, but I do. And it, and it does hit me, right? It does affect me for a moment. And then I realize, you know what? It's not about me. I'm not the issue. My face is not the issue. It's the fact that that person is insecure in who they are and they're projecting that onto me and they feel the need to put that in a comment on a social media post, right? It's not me. That's the issue. So the moment that you realize that, that the way people treat you is actually a reflection of them and where they're at in life, it it gives me so much like freedom and almost like inner peace to be like, Hey, you know, Okay. That says a lot about where you're at and that's cool. Okay. So I'm in like the dating world right now where like not everybody treats you great. I'm just going to say not every guy out there is treating me like the queen that I freaking know that I am. Okay. I'm just being honest and that's okay. But you know, I truly believe that I know that they're projecting where they're at. They're projecting their insecurities. They're projecting their fears. They're projecting the fact that they don't know what they want onto me. They're projecting that in their actions, right? And in the way they treat me, in the way they ghost or in the way they, you know, do things that, you know, maybe aren't a really great reflection of who they are deep down, but it's a really good reflection of where they are currently and what they're going through, right? And so I've taken this to heart. I've just really taken this um, very seriously in my life of not taking things so personally. And it has changed my perspective on just like, how I feel about people's actions around me. It's not about me and what they do says more about them than it says about me. So anyway, that's number two, stop taking things. So personally, number three, stop allowing fake friends to take your time and energy. Okay. This is huge for me because I used to get really, really caught up in this. So I want to first a few like little pinpoints of like, who is a fake friend? What is a definition of a fake friend? To me, a fake friend is someone who only reaches out when they need something. So they're reaching out because they need a favor or you have something that they want, or they're trying to gain something from you being around you, being a friend with you, whatever, whatever. They're trying to gain something. And like, literally they're only reaching out when they want something. Another kind of telltale sign of a fake friend is someone who has their own agenda and literally never cares what's going on with you. I have dealt with people like this where it's very obvious, you know, it's all about them, 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 them. And it's almost like there's no room for you in the friendship. Right. And people like that, it's just like, it's draining. It's, it's toxic. Right. And the last kind of pinpoint that I said is someone who stands you up or leaves you hanging, leaves you, you know, not knowing what plans are happening. Like I have done this. I put myself in situations with friends where I'm just like, yeah, like I'm going to hundred percent be all in on this plan. Right. And then like, 
a moment before the plan is supposed to happen, this person bails or they just straight up don't show up or something else comes up that's better and they bail on me to go to something else, right? And that doesn't feel good. And that's not a real friend, right? So like, what is a real friend? This is just a bullet point that I wrote. A real friend is someone who reaches out because they know you need something. They want to be there for you. They enjoy spending time with you, right? You guys make each other better. I did a relationship episode just like on friendships and making new friendships and all that sort of stuff. And so I, I think I talked about this in that episode, but really a real friend is somebody who cares about you, who asks you how you're doing and actually cares and doesn't just like gloss past it. A real friend is somebody who encourages you and inspires you and and makes you better. It's almost like, it's almost a little bit like a relationship, like an actual like romantic relationship, but it's not romantic. It's just like, you know, obviously we all know what a friend is. Okay. So the whole thing is, is like to get more inner happiness, you have to stop allowing these fake friends to take so much of your time and energy. Because your time and energy, that's money. That's cash money, okay? Your time and your energy are so valuable. Those two things, that's everything. Those are two non-renewable sources of life, right? Time and energy. You're not going to get those back. So when you're putting time and energy into something that's, first off, not putting it back into you, it's like a waste and it's draining. It's like I, I picture this, picture two people, right? And they're like half full. It's like, okay, two jars, half full. And a friendship is means you're connected. So let's say the two jars are connected with like a hose or like a, you know, whatever. And if that person is not putting time and energy into you and it's sucking all your time and energy, you're going to get to a point where your jar is empty and their jar is completely full. And they're going to walk away with a full jar, leaving you with an empty jar. Because you allowed that to happen though. You didn't cut it off and you didn't say, hey, I can't keep doing this. Like I can't, I can't keep being there for you when, when you're not a real friend to me, right? And it's hard to cut off friendships. It's really, really hard to do that and to have those conversations. But you know, it doesn't even have to be like a big monumental thing. It can be a thing where you just start fading out, right? You just kind of stop asking that person to hang out. You kind of stop accepting plans with them, right? And you kind of just fizzle out and go do your own thing. Go make new friends. Uh, again, I did an episode on friendships and you guys should check that out. But I think that causes so much internal stress is when you have a friend who is fake and who's using you, you know, that's something where it's going to take up and consume you. It's going to consume your time and energy internally, right? You're going to be doubting yourself. You're going to be questioning yourself. You're going to like, all these things. And you don't need that. Like you do not need that. You don't deserve that. You don't need that. Okay. So that's number three. Stop allowing fake friends to take your time and energy. Okay. Number four, I, I really thought long and hard on this one and like how I wanted to word this. Okay. Stop arguing with people who are committed to misunderstanding you. I think we put so much, again, time and energy into people who we want to almost like convert if you will, to our line of thinking. And at the end of the day, like you can't, you can't change somebody. I believe that we change and we evolve on our own at our own pace, at our own rate, through our own journey. But I do not believe that I could ever like force somebody to see life the way I see it. Right. I believe that we can inspire people through our actions, through our journey, but I don't think that I could ever like spend time and energy arguing and fighting with somebody who is just straight up like, you know, feet in the sand, not budging, not moving. And the way you can like really identify somebody who's like this is 
it's almost like not a conversation when you have these arguments. It's straight up like it's a yes, no. It's very, they are firm. They are not budging. It's not a conversation of them wanting to know your perspective. It's them just like straight up saying you're wrong, you're dumb, no. And these people creep up into our lives. Maybe it's somebody who's like really getting down on you for a little side hustle thing you're doing. Maybe it's somebody who's getting really down on you on, you know, a a friendship or relationship. And the thing is, is like, Yes, there are their friends and there are people in our lives that hold us accountable and maybe, you know, can see things that we can't. But again, that's a conversation. It's not spending time arguing and fighting over somebody who's so committed to just misunderstanding you because there are going to be people out there that do understand you. There are going to be people out there that are of the same mindset, that do believe the same things you believe. And so it's such a waste of time to spend all of that focusing on somebody who has no intention on being on that same wavelength as you. Am I right? So I don't know. I just, I'm not here for arguments. I'm not here for fighting and for back and forths and for negative energy. I just, gosh, I have no time for that. And the more you engage in things like that, in in arguments and fights, like verbal fights, that consumes your brain, right? That stresses you the heck out, right? Because you're going to leave that argument, that fight, and you're going to be replaying it in your head. I don't know about you guys, but that's what I do. You're going to be replaying that in your head. Oh my God, did I say the right thing? Did I do the right thing? Are they right? Am I wrong? Oh my God, um, now I'm doubting myself. And that consumes you, right? Instead of, I believe internal happiness happens when you find that confidence, you find that power within, right? You know your intuition is right. You know your heart tug is right, you know, and you're not second guessing yourself. And these people who are so committed to misunderstanding you, they are the ones that lead you to that self-doubt. And that's the exact opposite direction that we're trying to go here. We're trying to go towards internal happiness, not self-doubt. So you got to leave that behind. That's why that's number four. Stop arguing with people who are just so committed to misunderstanding you. Okay. Number five, it's almost similar, but not. Okay. So number five is stop seeking revenge. Okay. And And more so, stop doing things to prove yourself. Stop doing things in hopes that they're gonna, they'll see you, right? And they're they'll see you shining and they'll see you that you glowed up, right? Like start doing things that make you happy. Start doing things that light you up. Not to get back at somebody or not to look a certain way for people, but to literally light you up and fill you up. You know, I think so much toxicity is happening right now. Like I said, I'm in the dating world right now. So maybe you can relate. Maybe you can't. But like, there's so much toxicity in the dating world of like, oh, they ghosted me. Well, I'm going to show them that I'm having so much fun on my Snapchat story. I'm going to post all these things. And then I'm going to post this picture on Instagram and I'm going to be, you know, hot girl summer, hashtag getting hot, prove him wrong. Like, oh my God, I'm going to get revenge. Like, I'm going to go, you know, hook up with this person and get them mad and get them jealous. Like, oh my God, my skin is crawling. Like, I don't know about you. Guys, should we do a dating episode? I don't know. How many single girls are out there? This is like kind of asterisk side note. DM me and say, yo, we need a dating episode. Because I'm hot and heavy in the dating world. Hot and heavy. Not as in hot and heavy. I mean, like, I'm very in it. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm very single. Very much try to, you know, talking to people, meeting people. You know, we can talk dating apps. We can talk meeting people in real life. I don't know. DM me if I should do a dating episode. Okay. Anyway, though, this whole idea of seeking revenge, again, it's something that consumes you and leads you to negativity and just negative energy. I so believe if somebody wrongs you, if somebody does something that is not aligned with what you believe in, right? It's not aligned in positive energy, release, release and let them go. You should not spend a single moment 
worrying about what they're doing. They do not deserve mental real estate in your brain, right? Like they do not deserve the time that you're going to go put into looking the best on Instagram and, you know, getting back at them for doing the wrong thing, whatever. Like all of that stuff takes mental energy. What if you were to put that mental energy into the things you actually love, into the friendships that are amazing, into the people in your life that are there to support you, into that side hustle, into that business, into that career, into your family, right? Like there's so much else that you could put that energy into. And when you are committed to like revenge and proving people wrong and like doing things to look a certain way, you're just consuming so much of your energy in negativity. And because it's all rooted there, right? It's rooted there of like, I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to show them what they're missing, right? Like it's so negative. It's so toxic and you don't need that, right? So let it go. And and that's a hard thing sometimes to really, truly let it go, but you've got to let it go. Let them go do whatever they're going to do and continue walking forward towards where you're headed. Okay. You got to move on. You got to focus on you. You got to level up, you know, because you need it not to show them anything. Who cares if they're watching? Who cares if they're there? Who cares if they see they're irrelevant, right? If they did you wrong, they're irrelevant. You know, I'm one for forgiveness. I'm one for second chances for sure. For sure. Again, always giving somebody the benefit of the doubt, but after somebody wrongs you, you know, if they severely wrong you or if they wrong you multiple times over and over and over, like there comes a point where you have to stand up for yourself. You have to create those personal boundaries. So, you know, you got to let it go. You're not seeking revenge. You're not seeking to prove them wrong. You are seeking to improve yourself so you can attract the level of people that aren't like this person, right? Does that make sense? I hope I'm not just like rambling. That's number five. Stop seeking revenge. Number six, Stop holding yourself back because you think you're underqualified, not worthy, or not experienced enough, okay? Guys, the only way you gain experience and qualifications is by starting. You literally have to start to improve, okay? Literally, growth happens when you start doing the things that you're not qualified to do. How do you guys get into the third grade, right? It's because you ended the second grade. And that was the next step, third grade. Did you know math problems that a third grader is doing? Maybe this is a bad example, but you know what I'm saying. Are you doing math problems of a third grader? No, you're still at the second grade level, but you're entering in the third grade because you have to be there to learn the things to level up. I hope that wasn't a terrible example, but what I'm saying is you have to start to improve. You have to start and just take action. I talk about this all the time on the podcast here is just like, thinking about it, dwelling on it, wondering about it is not going to get you anywhere. Guys, there are people way less qualified, way less intelligent, way less everything that are more successful than you simply because they started. Point blank, period. So what if you were that person that started? What if you were that person that went after it and just tried and learned and grew? And yeah, you're going to fuck up. Yeah, you're going to make a mistake. Yeah, you're going to do some things wrong. Yeah, you're going to probably pivot as well. You're going to make a change, but you're learning, you're growing, freaking do it, right? Like life is not about sitting and wondering and waiting and thinking and debating and back and forth and um, uh, get out of your head and just freaking start, okay? You're holding yourself back. You're slowing down your story, okay? Get after it. Action over contemplation. <laughs> okay, so that's number six. Stop holding yourself back because you think you're underqualified. All right, number seven, and then we only have one more after this. Okay, stop using what happened to you as an excuse for your own toxic behavior. Ooh, 
Okay, I love this because, and the way, the reason I, I thought of this is because it's this whole idea that like, oh, well, this wrong was done to me. It's almost like the revenge thing, but kind of different. It's like this wrong was done to me. So, you know, oh, I'm going to go into this next relationship. I'm going to ghost him. I'm going to treat him like this. You know, oh, it's just the way the world is. I'm going to just dish out what I was given. You know, I, um, you know, a little bit of insight in my life. You know, I went to the Air Force Academy and one of the biggest things that like, Uh, you know, happens there is the tradition, I guess I'm doing air quotes of treating freshmen duallys, if you will, that's the nickname for them, like shit, like literally treating them like they're not human. And it was the worst year of my entire life. People, you know, that you don't get called your name. You don't get to wear your clothes. You don't even get to walk on the, like the sidewalk. You have to walk on certain patches or certain like strips on the on the ground. Anyway, you can only, you can't even wear a backpack, like all these things. And the biggest thing is like, when you would ask the upperclassmen, like, why is this the way it is? A lot of times the response was, oh, because we went through it, you have to go through it. And I know this might be a bad example in the military. I get it. We were being taught discipline and not questioning the rules and listening to authority and all that sort of stuff that clearly I did not do very well at learning because (laughs) I am the way I am. But the whole idea of like, oh, I'm going to treat this person like crap because I was treated like crap. It's so toxic. And that behavior does not lead to internal happiness. That behavior leads to more like, honestly, self hate. I don't know about you, but when I treat somebody less than how they should be treated, I feel so bad about it. Like I don't enjoy that. Nobody enjoys that. Right. Here's the thing is like, you're not responsible for what happened to you. No, you're not responsible for how that person treated you and the wrong that was done to you. However, you have the ability to break the cycle. You have the control over your actions to make sure that it doesn't happen to anybody else under your control, right? Like you have that ability. So like, again, let them go. That person that wronged you, let them go let them go. You don't need them in your life and and they do not deserve any energy from you, especially the energy of then taking their actions and putting it onto somebody else, right? You don't need that. So instead, let them go and lead with love. Honestly, I so believe that like the best way we can be in life is again, assuming the best of others, but like leading in love. And again, back to the relationship examples, like if you were wronged in a relationship, it's scary to get back out there and put your heart on the line, to get vulnerable, to like let your walls down, you know, and to really let somebody in again. But I don't know about you, but I would so much rather put my heart on the table and like be me, be real, be kind, be loving, than put up this harsh shell of fakeness and, and, you know, detachment almost like because I was wronged. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know. I just think that just because you were wrong doesn't mean you have to go and treat somebody else like that. It doesn't mean that you have to go and, you know, enter that energy into a next relationship. Like you have the ability to end that cycle and be better, right? Cause we, we're better than that guys. We, the fam here, we're all part of the fam. You're better than that. I'm better than that. So I'm not going to do it. Right. So that's why that's number seven. Stop using what happened to you as an excuse for your own toxic behavior. Okay. Last one. I love this one. Stop hurting yourself by expecting more from people who have no desire to change. This is kind of hard to swallow a little bit. We fall in love with our perception of somebody. We fall in love with the potential of a person. We fall in love with 
who we think that person could be and like the story we're telling ourselves of what could happen down the road instead of actually seeing their actions, seeing how they show up and treating them as such. So what I mean by that is like, we hurt ourselves because we fall in love with the potential. We fall in love with like that idealistic version. And we expect that person to fall into those lines. When in reality, they're acting the way they're acting, what good or bad, right? But that might not fit within the lines that you have constructed in your own head. So I think like we hurt ourselves internally when we expect a lot from people who just, they're not there. Like they don't want to change. They don't want to be on the same page as you. And they might say they want to be on the same page as you. They might say they're on the same mindset. They might say all these things, but guys, people tell you a lot about who they are by their actions, not their words. So instead of falling in love with the words, take a look at their actions. And is that in line with your perception of them? Is that in line with who you think they're going to grow into? Because you can't force anybody to change. You know, you can apply pressure to somebody and yeah, they might do what you want them to do in the moment, but when you take that pressure off, it's going to be crazy because you'll see what they actually would rather do, which sometimes can be heartbreaking and sometimes can be a hard pill to swallow. We, a lot of times we want people to change in the ways that we want them to change. You know, it's not to say that person doesn't want growth, but they might want growth to the right and you're trying to grow to the left and growth is growth. But when you expect that person to grow to the left with you and they're in their head, they're like, no, 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 man, I'm growing to the right. You know, they don't have a desire to change and that's okay. I think one of the biggest things that I've learned in this like little journey the last eight months is if you like latch onto that potential of that person, that like expectation that you have of that person and you latch on and you don't let them go because you expect them to change. You expect one day it'll be better. You expect like, it's going to just, it's going to, you know, it's, it'll be okay one day. Actually you're taking away somebody, that person, that person could be exactly what somebody else out there who's growing also to the left. If we're going with that same example, you're taking away that person from somebody else out there who's on that same page as them, right? There is somebody out there who's growing to the left, the same rate, the same pace as you are. And you're not going to have to wish that they would change, right? They're going to be growing with you, not against you. You're not going to have to pray and wish and hope that they change one day and that one day it makes sense and it feels good. It just will, right? I don't know. So I just, I think like this kind of goes in line with even the last one is like people show you a lot about, you know, who they are in what they do and not so much what they say. So take a hard look at the actions of people around you and stop expecting more from them than what they're putting out. And again, like I said before, like that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. But I think the second you release those expectations, you're going to be happier with yourself. You're going to be happier with where you're at. I don't know. Expectations hurt. Expectations are are dangerous because they cause you, again, mental energy and stress and emotions and heartbreak sometime. And so I think like internal happiness is releasing those expectations of other people and understanding people are going to do what people are going to do. You have no control over that. But what can you do? You can focus that inward, you know? So, you know, 
have expectations of yourself, set goals, set ambition, like, you know, decide where you want to go. I heard this analogy at some point. Again, I'm sorry, this is like another dating example, but it can be with friendships and career and stuff like that too. But it's like, grow in the ways you want to grow, like sprint full on toward that goal, toward that vision, toward that life that you want to live, like sprint for it, sprint for that future version of you that you're growing into. And one day you're going to look to the right and there's going to be somebody going at the exact same pace as you are in the exact same direction, right? So along the journey, there are going to be people that pass you. There are going to be people that you pass and you lap and you split, you merge, right? You go to the different direction. There can be all sorts of people, but one day you're going to look over and somebody's going to be going at the exact same pace in the exact same direction. And, and Hey, that might be that might be a person that you don't need to waste time having expectations about, stressing yourself out about. And instead, you know, you can just focus on you and they're going to be right there next to you. I don't know if that made sense. I kind of went off on a huge tangent there, I feel like. But guys, that's that's it for today. That's number eight. Stop hurting yourself by expecting more from people who have no desire to change. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You know, internal happiness and like true happiness is something that we're all on a quest for. I think it's all it's it's something we're all searching for, which I think is so beautiful. So we can help each other in the lessons that we're learning. And I'm learning a lot of lessons lately. <laughs> Best believe it. But I'm loving it. And I'm really, you know, again, I think the whole theme of this episode is really like focus inward, you know, stop with the negative energy. Stop expecting things from other people and really like do you like focus on you, whether you're single or not. I do believe that that will serve you and that will, you know, help you with that internal happiness. You know, I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling now and I'm going to end it here, guys. I hope this episode spoke to you. If it did, screenshot it, send it to a friend. The biggest way that we gain an audience and gain listenership, guys, is by you sending these episodes. So if you could send this to a friend, it would mean the world to me. Have them play it, have them listen to it, and I would just be so grateful. That is all for today, guys. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. That is all for today, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Hey, I'd be so grateful if you took one second to send this podcast to one person you know would love it. And also don't forget, leave a five-star review because honestly, go big or freaking go home, Becky, okay? (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or a follow if you're listening through Spotify. Also, go ahead and check this out at letsgetuncomfy.podcast and myself at Annie underscore fit life fit me on Instagram. Tag us in your stories. Let me know how you're getting uncomfy and what you loved about today's episodes. Now go do it. Go get uncomfy. Pursue what others consider unlikely. I double dog area. <laughs>